That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That's very P. That's very P, Gunna. <laughs> What's good? This is another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, Ada. All right, it's Tuesday, and Drake reveals whether or not he plans on retiring anytime soon. Also, Lauren London spoke at Nipsey Hussle's Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony and Gunna celebrated his album DS4 going platinum. Unfortunately, he was behind bars when it happened, but still a huge accomplishment nonetheless. So we got a couple of things to dive into, but first, please make sure you follow the podcast, subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. You know we ask you every episode, so hopefully you've done it by now, but if you haven't, you still got time. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And of course, we thank you. Now let's jump into it. Let's start off with Drake and Nicki Minaj. So Nicki Minaj recently launched her show on AMP. She revamped the whole Queen Radio concept and she kicked it off a few days ago. I actually downloaded the AMP app for the sole purpose of hearing Queen Radio because you know I gotta I gotta hear Nicki Minaj anytime she does radio whatsoever. So I downloaded it. Unfortunately, I fell asleep before, before Drake got on. So I actually heard this after the fact. But uh, she called Drake up and he discussed whether or not he wants to retire anytime soon. Uh, uh, like not doing music like one day. Um, I'm, t- I'm yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not at that point where I even like consider that to be an option because it's just still it's still like one of the best feelings I have in my life is completing a song or a project sharing it um you know and by the way those things are painful as well i mean obviously like you know you i mean i'm sure you can attest there's there's a lot of pain about creating music and sharing it a lot of nerves a lot of like confidence wavering but at the end of the day like i don't know i just have i I feel like i'm reaching a point now where i i feel um I feel like I'm having a new level of fun with shit, you know, like, it's like, um, it's kind of like when you like, it's just, it's even just, yeah, it's comfort, you know, I've I've reached a new level of, of comfortability where I I feel like, okay, okay. I love to hear that. Like, no, don't retire at the top of your game. Like we, we done, we done with that. All right. As far as rappers go, like the whole Mace thing, don't leave while you're hot. That's how Mace screwed up. Like, the whole Jay-Z fake retiring thing. We seen that movie play out. We don't want to see rappers retiring at the top of their game anymore. We want to see y'all retiring at 85, 90 when you can't come out the house no more. And when you can't come out the house no more, we want you performing at home from the crib. So I loved Drake's uh, thought process on this. I love the fact that music still brings him comfort. I love the fact that he still gets nervous about creating new things and putting them out there. And I love the fact that he said it's painful, but he goes through the process anyway because of the end result and the feeling that it brings him. So that was great for me. Yeah, I love hearing that, too. Um, I mean, because Drake is, I think, like, what, in his 30s, but he's been in music and entertainment for so long. It does feel like he's been doing this, like, for 
for like ever. So you would kind of feel like, oh, maybe does he want to slow down now? Like he's already done a lot. He's done the shows. He's done the albums and things like that. But yeah, I like to hear that too, that he like enjoys making music still. He's having fun creating new genres and new lanes and, you know, testing what he can create and things like that. So that was good to hear that he's not tired of it yet for doing it so long. So I like this. So no retirement anytime soon. That's a far cry from uh, what he was saying on Western Road f- Flows because I remember him saying, uh, yeah, uh, richest rapper, no, um, what'd he say? Most successful rapper, 35 and under. I'm assuming everybody's 35 and under. That's when I plan to retire, man. It's already funded. So he has the, he had the money to retire already, clearly. Um, but he said he was going to retire at 35 on that song and, uh, I believe he briefly touched on it in the Rap Radar interview, if I'm not mistaken, um, where they asked him about that line. Like, did he really plan to retire at 35? And I think he said, like, it sounded cool at the time, but no. So I'm glad that he's still not on that wave, still not trying to retire. You got to do this for as long as you possibly can, especially when you're doing it at the level of a Drake or a Kendrick Lamar or a J. Cole. Like, you got to do it for as long as you can while you're here. And we'll get into the Nipsey Hustle story a little bit later, but that's a prime example of maximizing what you can do while you're here. So it'll kind of be like a bit blasphemous to just be like, all right, I'm not doing this anymore. Even Jay-Z, he still does it from time to time. He doesn't do it as much as he used to, but he still delivers that thing that touches so many people um, while he's here and while he still can. So I don't know, man. I, I don't think anybody with a gift like any of these people that I just named should just opt out of doing it yeah you can do less of it yeah you can pursue other passions but don't opt out so I was glad to hear this about Drake right exactly all right now let's talk about oh oh before we go to Nipsey Hussle speaking of Drake did we see that he popped up at that Kendrick Lamar show in Toronto that's what I want to discuss briefly Mm. so yeah I did see that you you saw it all right okay so Before, we had a discussion about Kendrick Lamar and Drake, and I feel like their top three club, the Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, I feel like Cole and Kendrick are buddy-buddy, and they don't let Drake join in the reindeer games of the top (laughs) three club. Like, we discussed this on previous episodes, so you can listen to the deep dive on that on, on a previous DX Daily episode. But this further cemented the conspiracy theory because if you look at any other hip-hop artist's show in Toronto, what do they do? If Drake will come, they bring Drake out on stage. Chris Brown has done it. Even people Drake has had beef with and made up with have done it. They go to Toronto. Mm-hmm. If Drake's in the city, they bring Drake out. Drake comes to the show. They bring Drake out. Drake might do a couple songs. He'll do the song that he has with the person. And and it, it's a whole big thing. You see him on IG stories. You see him taking a pic together. It's a vibe. Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers tour comes to Toronto. Drake's in the audience looking like he paid for his ticket. <laughs> paid for, <laughs> looking like he paid for his section. No bringing him out on stage from Kendrick. Not even no bringing him out on stage. No acknowledgement of the fact that he was in the building. And no buddy buddy pics. No video. No a hey, Drizzy show love while I'm in the city. None of that. Suspicious? I gotta call it suspicious because... Yeah, like you said, every time somebody comes to Toronto, Drake does pop up. He's there. And yeah, for the Mr. Morale Big Stepper tour, and there's no bringing out of Drake, like, why not? 
why not Kendrick like what's going on and Drake literally took it upon himself to pull up on that show so Mm -hmm. uh, for you to not be like hey love to the homie Drizzy in the building da 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 I just find that hmm I I find that that gives credence to my point about the the buddy buddiness not being there and what Kendrick said on the Mr. Morale album about being weirded out by Kanye and Drake making back up and being friends again. I know Drake heard that line. I know it probably ate at Drake a little bit. I think Drake was probably coming there on some Olive Branch type vibes. Like, oh, I just want to show support. I think Kendrick was just like, all right, well, I'm just going to do my show as planned. Yeah, I agree. Cause I don't think Kendrick was here for it at all, but also, but you know, Drake is King Petty. So it makes sense for him to actually, you know, be in the vicinity and things like that. But yeah, it looks like Kendrick is not with it. But I'm also here for Drake just popping up too, so. <laughs> yeah, I also think a part of it was Drake maybe scoping out the competition. Like, mm. again, to the top three thing, you want to go see this stage show. They're calling this the best show on earth or the best show out, I believe is what Kendrick called it. And Drake may want to go see what's going on. So when it's time for him to tour this dance album, <laughs> maybe that's maybe he was trying to see what Kendrick's doing so he can know, all right, what is the level I need to execute on? Might be that as well. But I do know one thing. You can't say Kendrick Lamar is not linking up with people right now. So we can't even can't even be like, oh, Kendrick's to himself. He's by himself. No, Kendrick Lamar was just linking up with ASAP Ferg in Harlem doing chin-ups with Dapper Dan and all this type of stuff. Kendrick was linking rappers in Africa. Like, so I don't want to hear the whole, oh, Kendrick, don't be out like that. Kendrick, Kendrick was just with Jay-Z <laughs> the other day. So the whole, oh, yeah, Kendrick, don't be with people. Kendrick, don't be with rappers. That's not an excuse here. Something going on there. There will be more developments about this. We're going to put a a pin in that. And we're going to talk about Nipsey Hussle because August 15th was his birthday yesterday. So, you know, rest in peace to the legend, first and foremost. And he did actually receive his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on his birthday, which was a, a big moment. And Lauren London is actually the one who spoke on Nipsey Hussle's behalf. So that was also a dope moment. Uh, I want to first start by saying happy birthday, Hussle. And to the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, thank you for acknowledging a visionary. Um, I think I speak for the entire city of LA when I say that we've always known Hustle was destined for greatness. This moment only amplifies that for us. <sighs> Facts. Mm-hmm. Nip would have been honored by this moment. I think he would want everyone to remember that you can't get to what's possible unless you commit to moving forward. That doesn't mean forgetting where you come from, but it requires acknowledging the reality you were born into and the power you have to change that. So whenever you're in the city of angels and you see this star, I hope it encourages you to break away from whatever might be holding you back and for you to run your marathon until God says that it's finished. Preach on it. Come on. Come on, Lauren. (laughs) That was fire. Um, I don't know why the audio sounded like that. It it sounded like it was pitched down a little bit, but um, beautiful speech by Lauren London. And for her to be able to get up there and do that, 
bless it because it, it still seems so painful. Like every time you see her talk about him, you just see kind of the sadness about it. So I'm glad she was able to get through that and deliver such a powerful message. And I'm glad Nipsey Hussle was able to get that accolade because I really do think it's deserved. Like I said, we don't go a week without talking about him. If that's not mm-hmm. impact, I don't know what it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, I always like when Lauren London speaks, she speaks so well. And, you know, she's always going to speak highly of Nipsey Hussle regardless and things like that. So and I like that she accepted a star on his behalf and what she had to say. And also, along with the star, Nipsey Hussle will also be honored with his own bus station out in Los Angeles. So the station will serve the Hyde Park K-Line and is located in Nipsey Hussle Square. So that's also dope to see as well. Exactly. Going back to the legacy and the impact thing, streets Mm -hmm. named after you, bus stations, train stations, stores, all of these different things. It just goes to show the true impact that he had while he was here. So that's amazing. Another amazing thing, Gunna got some great news. We know he's going through a crazy, crazy time right now, but he actually celebrated his album DS Forever going platinum recently. A million in sales. A rapper from Atlanta hit a million copies this year. Um, Now, you know, Gunna is behind bars right now. So unfortunately, he had to celebrate while sitting in prison. Um, But the RIAA officially declared DS Forever Platinum. um, And Gunna actually sent a message from behind bars saying, thankful to have the highest selling hip hop album this year. Miss you all. Love you. And I'll be home soon. Now, that was great to me because if we recall... Gunna actually beat out The Weeknd for the number one spot um, the week his album dropped. So, to like I said, to be a rapper, beating out a pop star, to be a rapper from Atlanta, beating out a pop star, one of the biggest pop stars, The Weeknd, um, mm-hmm. and getting a number one spot, like that in itself is an amazing feat. But then later, while you're in the midst of your turmoil, probably one of the biggest challenges of your life, you hear that this album has sold 1 million copies like, and your fans just have that much love for you and they're still supporting you that much to make this album go platinum. So much so that it's the highest selling hip hop album of the year. That has to be like a great little boost of steam or boost of energy to like keep him going through this whole entire situation because that's fire. Like nobody else can say that. Nobody else that's rapping right now can say that. I don't, I don't think... Um, I don't think the Honestly Nevermind went platinum yet. I don't think even Drake's album went platinum yet. So to get that feat, that's fire. Yeah, definitely so. And we've talked about the albums that drops this year so far. And it's like some pretty big names. So for Gunna to still be holding the highest hip hop selling album all year, that's that's so great. But it's unfortunate that he is behind bars to celebrate and everything like that. But regardless, that's such a big feat. So yeah, that's very P. That's very Mm -hmm. P Gunna. Free to pee, man. Free pee. Free pee. Period. (laughs) So congrats to Gunna. I think that's a good note to end on. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. That's A S H I A, Asia S K Y E, Sky. And I'm at A Dub on everything. That's A Y E E E D U B B. All right, we'll be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Hey, hey.